Are you following the 80-20 rule when it comes to your nutrition, and should you be? This is the question we are going to answer today. Hey, everybody, welcome to or welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I am your host, and I'm here to help you find ways to increase your energy, decrease your stress, and save you time when it comes to your health, fitness, and lifestyle. So today's topic is the 80-20 rule, and Some of you might know what this is, some of you might have your own version of this, and some of you maybe have never heard of it before in your life, which is okay. All of those spaces to be in are totally fine. You may have heard of it before and you're wondering, I hear like, you know, different coaches and people who are talking about nutrition saying, oh, I follow the 80-20 rule when it comes to like healthy versus unhealthy foods. And that's really like a very specific percentage to get down to, right? So some people will follow, say they follow this 80-20 rule and they say majority of my food is healthy versus unhealthy. I just try to fit some fun foods in there in moderation, which is an easy answer to say. But you also will have people say I'm on this you know, very strict diet or I follow if it fits my macros or IIFYM and you know, as long as my macros fit within those numbers, I can eat whatever I want. So you have different variations of almost these rules that people like to follow. And let's be honest, we all enjoy having rules to follow sometimes when it comes to our nutrition. We want guidelines. We want to know what we can and we can't do because then that's going to help us figure out if we can reach our goals or not. Like if we can do something or we can't do something, that's going to give us definition. It gives us a black and a white versus a gray. The more gray we allow ourselves, that's when we fall into the trap and you know, we don't reach our goals. So we want to know what we can do to best help us reach our goals so that we can have the most energy for our day or for our lifestyle, right? So 80-20, most of the time when people say they're following the 80-20 rule, it means they're trying to eat 80% of their diet consisting of whole nutrient dense foods. So very voluminous foods, um, things that are not processed and packaged, and then 20% of their diet comes from maybe some fun foods. Maybe they have some chocolate or some ice cream here and there. I know I like to have a Reese's here and there, and that's where the 20% comes in. I think it's really easy, especially in a time like this coronavirus, to kind of fall into one extreme or the other, right? I know for my mom, she's eating a lot more probably whole foods at home right now because she's not going out to eat as much as she usually does. She's, you know, maybe making a once every two week trip to the grocery store or having my sister go to the grocery store for her and they're making most of their meals in the house. But then there's also a lot of people who are doing a lot of fast food now because it's quick and easy and they still need to get out and about, but they're not going to do any of the home cooking. So I think whatever direction you want to take this, whatever direction your desire is for nutrition, something like a pandemic like this is going to magnify what you were already doing and what your desire to do with nutrition already was. So I guess we're trying to figure out, right, how to determine if you are following the 80-20 rule, if this is something that you're interested in. Do you even know? Do you have an awareness of what foods you're eating and how much? Maybe you're kind of intrigued by the whole if it fits your macros thing, but you haven't committed to it enough to really want to try tracking. But you'd like to see and do a diet recall and get an idea of like, hey, am I eating mostly healthy, whole, nutrient-dense foods or 
am I actually eating a lot more junk food or processed food than I think? And this is actually a great way to help you figure that out. And I'm excited because I've put together a PDF worksheet for you and it's gonna be, the link is gonna be in the show notes below. All you have to do is put in your email address and it's gonna get sent direct to your email. But it's a three page document that walks you through what I'm talking about right now, what the 80-20 rule is, and then it's gonna help you do the diet recall and do the calculations to figure out for your day of doing that diet recall, are your foods mostly whole nutrient dense foods? Are you hitting that 80-20 rule? Or are you actually eating a lot more whole nutrient processed foods than you think. And so this is an exercise to bring awareness to your nutrition and help to guide you back into the right place. So I wanted to go over a few things that might make a difference for you when you're thinking of, well, what is whole and nutrient dense and voluminous versus what is more calorie dense or packaged or processed. And a lot of times it's exactly what it says it is, right? So when we think of whole nutrient dense foods, you might think of walking into Whole Foods or the grocery store, Brookshire's, wherever you are, and you start by walking through all, you know, your fruit and vegetable aisles and your produce and things that literally are the ingredient that they are. You know, there's no nutrition fact label. It doesn't come in a box or a package. It just is what it is. That is your your basic guideline for, hey, I'm eating whole nutrient dense foods. If I'm making a meal, I'm putting the food together, I'm chopping, I'm creating, I'm being the artist here versus I picked something up out of a bag or a box that was processed like cereal. It has a nutrition fact, it has a nutrition fact label, it has multiple ingredients within it to create this new item that I am eating. So I think that's your two basic distinctions right there. Now, in the worksheet, I put a few other kind of caveats in there for you because I know it's not always black and white like we want it to be. So maybe you're thinking, well, what category does alcohol in come in? Because I mean, beer is different than wine is versus from a shot of liquor. But also if I have a shot of tequila versus I have a, you know, margarita that has lots of sugar in the margarita mix, like that's different, right? Like, should I put one in the processed and one in the unprocessed category? How should I work that? And so I think if you're trying to take it to the next level here and you know that you want to make some distinctions between what's processed and what's not processed for you, then you need to create some rules around what each category means to you and different things that you want to include in your lifestyle that you know, are a part of your lifestyle, you're not ready to give them up, you think it can be done in moderation. So it's like, what's moderation versus not. So maybe for you, having a glass of wine three nights a week, you feel like is really absolutely perfectly fine. And you want to include that one glass of wine three nights a week in your category for unprocessed foods. But maybe that second glass you need to consider as a processed food when it comes down to it. I think something else you need to consider is your phase of life. So not only you know, certain distinctions for you and certain boundaries for you, but what part of life are you in? If you are simply in a maintenance phase of life, your processed versus unprocessed categories will have some more wiggle room than others. If you're dieting down for a bodybuilding show or a wedding, or you have some really specific goals and you want to meet, then you need to be a little bit more strict with what foods or beverages belong in which categories. Okay. And that's 
I can only help you so far with that. I mean, I can coach you through it, but you're the one who's going to the fridge and going to the pantry and going to the grocery store. You are the one who's in control of picking up those foods and beverages and putting them into your body. So you have to know what your end goal is so that you can properly make decisions day by day to meet that end goal that's more long-term. So I hope that helps you out here. I was actually surprised. I've now done my own worksheet a couple of times and it's a little bit scary sometimes because I go through and I feel like, oh yeah, I eat, you know, I get my protein intake in every day. I eat lots of fruits and vegetables. But then when I go back and I look at my sheet, some days, even if I hit my macro goals, I'm like, oh, I had some more processed food than I really thought. You know, I ate this small pizza out and just because I, I you know, added collagen into my water doesn't mean that it took away the fact that I had this processed pizza or even looking at some of the protein shakes I have. While I am aware that they are processed, sometimes we consider whey protein or just like a protein shake in general to be like a nutrient dense or, you know, kind of like that staple, which sometimes it totally is. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I have protein shakes every day. But the fact of the matter is there are some protein shakes that have a lot more ingredients than others. And even so, you're not going to find very rarely you're going to find a protein shake that, you know, has minimal ingredients. Like they're processed in some way, shape or form so that they can be put in a container and sit on a shelf for a lengthy period of time without going bad. So that's definitely one way to consider it is it's not always a bad thing, but if you are looking to create a more whole nutrient dense approach to your nutrition, then I highly encourage you to do the, fill out this form, maybe just once a week, maybe once a month, and just give yourself an idea for where you're at with those nutritional choices. And say you, say you do this form and you're at a 50-50, then you know what? Make an effort next week to be at 55-45 instead of 50-50. Make the effort to just bump that percentage every week by 5%. Everything we're doing when it comes to your nutrition and health is about taking one step at a time. So we want to make one better decision today that's going to affect us tomorrow, that's going to affect us next week, next month, next year, okay? And you can do it. And I know a lot of you, this takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of reminding. It takes a lot of sticky notes. It takes a lot of alarms set on the phone. I know, I know. And, um, and that's okay. It really is. It didn't take us, you know, overnight to get to a place that we wanted to change. So when it comes time to change, it's going to take a long time to change back or move forward to become that new you. Okay. So I just want to encourage you there. I want you to look at this form and looking at this 80-20 rule as a next step. It's not something that's going to change your world overnight. But I think it's going to be fun for you to get this new sense of awareness to make a new change. There's no better time to make a change than right now. You can't change what you did in the past, but you can absolutely make a change today on what you pick up and put into your mouth. So I am super curious to know if anybody else like me did not meet that 80-20 rule when they first filled out this form. So let me know that I'm not alone. <laughs> We've all got some work to do probably. So uh, hit me up on the socials and tag me in in your forms on Instagram. I'm at Danny Phillips. I would love to hear from you. And we've got another fun episode coming out later this week that is focused on processed versus unprocessed foods. I'm going to share my uh, thoughts on another piece of research that I read when it comes to Pop-Tarts, okay? So if you want to hear about Pop-Tarts, 
and whether they should or shouldn't be considered um, a part of your diet, uh, then I would love for you to tune back in here on the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. And if you would like some workouts to go along with these nutrition podcasts, then head over to my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Phillips, and check out those workouts for free. There's a bunch of ab workouts and home express like gluten thigh workouts for you there. So links will be in the show notes below and have an awesome rest of your Monday. Have a great week and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye everyone.